return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It's the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Mm, what are you guys eating? What? What are you eating? I don't have a big banana, but I don't eat it. Yeah, you do. You want to hold it? You got a big banana in your mouth? No, look at it. That's <laughs> a big banana. Chernobyl-sized banana. <laughs> uh, Dominic Ferriello will join us in about an hour from now. Then in uh, 8 o'clock, right before that, we will have the bone bonus today, the first one of the day. And right now, it's time to check in with Galpin. He's got today's news. Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Whatever you're looking for, Pelt's has them right there. If you're a man, woman, kid, they have casual shoes. They've got boots. They've got sandals. They've got athletic shoes. They've got the Uggs. They've got the Crocs. Everything right there at Pelt. Stop in for a perfect fit and make sure you mention my name, Galvin. Whisper it. Galvin. <laughs> Get 10% off your entire order. Pelts has seven locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsborough, Sarasota, and Fort Myers. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, by the way, I don't know whether I'm supposed to say this or not. This is the last week for the bone bonus. Oh, get it in. Win. Win. You want bone? Yeah. Bone winners. Let's do it. Yeah. Big we get, a, we get a piece of every one. Oh, man. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's completely a lie, but that'd be nice. Uh, so President Joe Biden on Monday expressed support for a ceasefire as violence between Israel and Hamas uh, entered its second week. President Biden expressed his support for a ceasefire and discussed U.S. engagement with Egypt and other partners toward that end during a call with Israeli Prime Minister ben- Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, according to the White House. Uh, the language President Biden used stop short of demanding an immediate stop to the violence, which is something the Democrats have been pressuring the president to do. Yeah, I mean, it's insane over there. Those poor people are just getting blown up. You know, most of those people don't even care. And uh, they're just going about their day and buildings are getting blown up and buses are getting blown up. Yeah. It's insane. It's an insane way to live your life after all these years fighting over over nonsense, uh, and mo- I think most of the people are like, let's just move on already, let's just get over it, and yet, I don't know, and yet it's still it's still uh, so contentious over there, and the civilians are the ones who, who lose their lives, it's ridiculous, and we do need to uh, to step in, Israel has been our, our you know ally for years, and we need to go over there, and we need to at least show some muscle, you know? Uh, some say the Buccaneers can run the table in 2021. Some are even uh, saying that they'll struggle to get back to the playoffs. Well, but NFL.com is projecting a 2021 season for the Bucks that may see them rack up around 12 wins, uh, which would be one more than last season. And better yet, it's projecting it will be the highest win total, not only for the NFC, but uh, the entire league, with 12.2 wins using a simulation run over 50,000 times. It's, it's going to be, they're going to have a huge season, but they are going to lose games. I mean, there's just factors sometimes. There's time and there's things along those lines that, 
you know, they, they make a, a team lose a game when they shouldn't. Well, uh, the, yeah, and also you can run uh, a million simulations. It doesn't mean anything yeah, because no. if this guy breaks his ankle and he's out and then this happens or who knows what, you know, these this team comes on super strong. You can't predict. You can go, yeah, they got a great team. They yeah. won the Super Bowl last year. They'll probably do well because Tom Brady is uh, always going to do well, but who knows? Yeah, I, my prediction will be that they that they win again this year. But um, during the during the regular season, any of those factors could change the outcome of that game. Do you I know think- what my prediction is? Pain. <laughs> yeah, I think they should win the division this year. I think that's that. I think that's the goal. You win the division, you get yeah. yourself a good spot in the playoffs, and then at the play- that the playoff- I think is a given. Yeah, the playoffs. It's anybody's game. It really is. Once you get there, not really. It's mostly Tom Brady's game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. Let's be honest. Uh, I have some more Tom Brady news coming up a little bit later in entertainment. Oh, Ooh. wait for that. Uh, a man in St. Petersburg woke up around seven forty-five a.m. last month and walked into his living room to start work, but he noticed his laptop wasn't there. It was missing. Then he realized a burglar was still in oh, his kitchen. No way. Oh, how scary is that? I think I would smell somebody in my house. <laughs> like if You it, say no, that yeah. until you see them. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I didn't hear them, if they were, like, ducked down or something, I feel like I would smell them. Maybe not, I, though. Who I, I got my car radio stolen back in the 90s. And I got in the car. The car was untouched. I got in the car, and I looked at the radio, and there were wires hanging out. And I went, what happened here? Did the wire get... And I realized my radio was gone. Somebody broke into my car and stole my radio. Mm. And I couldn't I like I couldn't fathom and then I was worried that they were watching me, that they were still in the parking lot, you know. All these things were going on that I didn't know. You know, now I'd love to think that if I heard a noise in my kitchen I'd come out with a semi automatic machine gun and I'd just fire it and I wouldn't ruin any of my cabinets, just hit the guy. You know, that's what I well, think. I'm... But the truth is I'd be like, uh, right. where's my gun? You'd yell, you what know? do you got? Yeah, I'd yell, what do you got? And I'd try to fight the guy who'll probably end up stabbing me in the ribs and running out of my house. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'll grab a steak knife and throw it into his eye. I'm just saying I would <laughs> smell a different person in my house. Is how I think, but I, who knows. So so you they took his he was his laptop was gone. And then he realized the guy was still in his house. Guy still in his kitchen. The guy who broke in was 24-year-old Damian Grady. Uh, he was armed with what? What was he armed with? Sword. Uh, no, some sort of pipe like a crowbar. Or something. I got to tell you, Spanish nailed it. Samurai oh. sword. That's right. A samurai sword that he found in the house. It was a, re- a uh. replica that the guy had hanging up as a decoration. Sweet. Uh, Damian ended up stealing the guy's truck. But first, he made the guy put all of his valuables into a hamper and load it into the truck for him. <laughs> hey, work smarter, not harder. Uh, the cops were easily able to track Damien down because while he was worrying about what to steal, he left his phone behind uh, with pictures uh, and information of himself all on it. Yeah, Cops also eventually found the sword, the samurai sword, with his fingerprints on the handle. They arrested him last week. Now he's facing charges for armed burglary, carjacking, and resisting arrest. Here's a picture of uh, Damon up on Bone TV there. I believe they should cut his hands off. Ooh, that'd be <laughs> yeah, something. With the sword. Don't leave yeah. your phone at the dojo. Yeah. No. Yeah, never, never. No. Uh-huh. You don't forget to take your shoes off. In my house, he'd be armed with a Darth Vader lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> no samurai swords there. Mine even uh, have little kid Crocs. That's yeah. all we got in this house. Baseball bats. Yeah. And come on, if you're going to rob a place, how much are some uh, the gloves, you know, like the, uh, what you Yeah, plastic gloves, yeah, rubber, the rubber gloves. gloves. Like, how much are those? Well, who doesn't invest? put their phone in their pocket? 
That also, there's a lot of things. Uh, this makes me think of something that I thought the other day, and I was going to tweet it, but I know that I would probably get jumped on and canceled, so I'll just say it on air. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's difficult to be homeless. It's not something I want to have to happen to anyone, and hopefully we can help these people. But if you are homeless, don't look like you're ready to fight me if you're asking for money. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No lie. I saw a guy on Dale Mabry, and he looked like he was ready to fight people, and I'm like, oh, don't roll down your window. He's going to fight us. What did he look like? Was this the same guy that I... He was, Maybe I saw the other day. He's kind of bald, had kind of a Larry Fine thing going on oh, with the bald no. on top, of the, and then it had a beard. And no lie, not even a half a mile down the road. So I see this guy, and I'm like, oh, maybe smile every once in a while. There was a guy on the other side of the road smiling and waving. People were stopping left and right. Yeah. yeah. You, you want to help the happy homeless. Yeah. Not, I don't fight you. <laughs> I feel like if I give that guy $5, he goes, come on, man. I know you got 20 Right, right, right. Hey, right. come on. Uh, so there's a man in Illinois that is on trial for burglary and theft charges. Not that interesting of a story, but I don't know whether he's going to get out of this because of the tattoos that he has. Oh. On his forehead, there's a nice big tattoo that says, F you. Oh. Hey, look yeah. at that. Yeah. Uh. What decisions in your life do you regret? Huh? None. No. None. Pretty good. No regrets. Yeah. No regrets. <laughs> He has a tattooed across it, and then not even like a little one, not like a little one that's by his eye or anything. I mean, that is big all the way across from eyebrow to eyebrow. It's not even level, though. What do you? No, hope, it's not. Yeah. What do you hope for the future? Yeah, I mean, I, what's the what's the what's the best that could come out of that? Also, good on that guy. You know what you're getting with him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. If that guy walks up to you, you just go, nope. <laughs> no, sir. I am not involved. <laughs> How did John Mulaney get Olivia Munn? While he was in rehab. I don't know. Nothing makes sense. Pete Davidson proves that we're in a simulation. Yeah, right there's a lot of that going on. The By the world way, ended, yeah. I have some Mulaney news coming up as well. All right. Uh, if you would like to live to be 100, here's something you can do. Because, you know, if somebody lives to be 100, they always go, hey, what's your secret? How did you, you live so long? Well, there's a guy in Australia who is 111 years old. And he says... His secret is what? What do you think it is? Secret I know. I read this. Oh, so, you already read yeah. this? All right. Drinking wine every day. Drinking wine every day. Good Carmen, luck, Carmen. Carmen, has her, Carmen has his, her fingers crossed as yeah. she says that. Uh, making sure your seeds can find no purchase. Yes. Uh, no, that'll only get you to about 80 or whatever. Uh, never guys. going in the sunlight. Mm, never. It's actually eating something. Oh. This guy says his secret is eating chicken brains. Wow. Yeah. He says that that's uh, what made him live so long. And supposedly this guy's memory is absolutely amazing. He's 111 years old, and they say he's like, you know, totally with it. Totally gets everything that's going on. I don't think I'd want to live that long. No? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I do. Not if my body's all withering away. I don't want to be stuck mentally. Yeah, but think think about it. You're mentally sound, but your body is essentially Uh, a prison. Just roll me in front of something. All I want to do is is watch my kids and probably my grandchildren. Just roll me in the corner and let me watch the kids play. That's all I care about. (laughs) But then you're going to be like the creepy grandpa statue that, you know, smells kind of funny. Nobody wants to go around. Yeah, you're probably, you're just, at that point, you're just a pile of bones. You know? But yeah. my brain is still working. But that's the thing. You're, you're trapped in your body. Like yeah. Spanish. Right. So, what, so I should go, all right, well, I guess kill me. 
No. Yeah, right. I would do that for no, you. You get to order people around. You bang the, the cane, and they got to come and do your bidding. If you can communicate, you're hoping you – but I think you're 100. You I want to – you're 111. 111. I want to be in a room, and I want them to come to me for advice. And I go, with a hook finger. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you know at any moment you're dead. You hope. Wait, yeah, you're waiting. I imagine at that age, every night you go to sleep, you're just like, this please, God, you know, I please asked, take me. I asked my grandmother about that on the air. When you're 90 years old, you know that any day could be your last yeah, day. Yeah, sure. I said, so how do you how do you go to bed at night thinking about that? And she goes, yeah, I don't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I, don't, I don't think about it. I just that's go to fair. bed. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll be fine. I will now. You, yeah, yeah. Do you want to think about it? I mean, I, there's a part of me that I think thinks that that's freeing. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you'll, you're done. You don't have to worry, stress about anything. Right. I don't have a 12-year plan. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the future. That's it. I just oh, go I just day by running day. up my credit like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right? I just wonder. I just, I, I, my thing is that I don't want anybody to have to wipe my butt ever. I'll wipe it. Not, I, don't, I didn't say there wouldn't oh. be people to do it. I don't, want, I don't want anybody to do it. So as long as I'm still able to take care of my own self that way, to clean myself. Yeah. Then I'm still functional. Yeah, but I don't by, even have to be able to walk if I could just, you know, if I had a certain chair or something. Yeah, by that time, I mean they already have, you know, the stuff that cleans everything the off. The seashells. Yeah, it's, it's all that. Seashells. Mike wants to be the oracle. He yeah. Wants to <laughs> come to him and he'll give him like riddles and rhymes and stuff. Dude, right, at right. 111, you might know everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is. I do. I go. The brain of a chicken. Is no chicken of a brain. And now you have to go figure out what that means. What? I don't know what happened, but I feel smarter. because. On, on a side note, I watched last night again one of the most racist movies I've ever seen, and not Django. Oh, what? It's more racist, I think. I watched The Blind Side again. That oh, movie oh, yeah. horrifically yeah. racist. Oh, 100%. It's like, it's like how? Oh, I, first of all, Sandra Bullock looks really good in that movie, but I feel like the real woman that she plays... I want to punch that woman in the throat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the original Karen. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Large black boy, you're going to live with us. Right. Because I told Just you. Just to help our football team. Yeah, exactly. I don't care, I don't care about you. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Michael Ward said that he didn't like the movie because it depicted him as an idiot. And he's like, I'm, right. I'm not it, stupid. It said he was quiet. It yeah. didn't say they actually made him smart, but they made him quiet. But the thing was is that it, it didn't make it seem like uh you know, well, they he, had to get him a tutor. Yeah, and... he has said that that's not his personality at all. No, I don't know. I don't know him. Yeah, I'm just like, I've seen him way in... more popular than Michael Orr. And wasn't in, uh... there like a little white girl that was teaching him all the plays and stuff? Yeah. No, little boy. Yeah, his oh, stepbrother. Uh, yeah, so only white people can you know, right. read plays but and also, stuff. But also, I imagine they ask like the actual family and kind of like girl go over it. So like that might not be his personality now, especially since he went to college and played in the NFL. Oh, I but bet maybe that back family. In, but maybe back in high school, he was a little bit more like. Shy. I bet that family was like, nope. He was a quiet, large black boy, and we took him in and we made it. We bought him shirts and we did everything for him. And then we we made him play football and. Now now look at him; he's in the NFL. Thanks to us, mm-hmm. like that's how I see them. Mm. Right, uh, and that and the, and the guy who Tim McGraw plays is such a bitch. He's such <laughs> a bitch. He does everything she says. He's afraid of his wife. <laughs> he's probably secretly gay. Yeah, it was oh secretly. Uh, I watched that movie and I was like, "This is horrible." It was actually an okay movie, but I just the feelings. Like if I'm a black family watching this, I feel awful. That's why he wanted them to bring in a, a teenage black boy for him. Maybe, yeah. maybe. He's like, ooh, I'll sleep in my room. Who, for uh, Tim I, McGraw? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, rewi- I'm rewriting it a little yeah. bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're reading into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know that we talked about this, and you may have it come up in news, Ariana Grande news. I do. Okay. My I bad. do? My bad. Uh, so almost 8,000 people had winning tickets in the North Carolina's Pick 3 lottery last Wednesday. Ooh. Almost 8,000 people, yeah. Uh, what was the numbers? Do you guys know the numbers? Carmen, any idea? Pick 3. 911. 911. 123. 123. Ooh, 000. 000. Nope. 666. Reckon the number of the beast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stop. It's, it's too number early. It's 666. Yep, six 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 were the uh, three pick three numbers, and eight thousand people in North Carolina said, <laughs> "Praise Satan, praise Satan." Eight thousand people in denim and leather vests yeah. showed up yeah. to collect their money. You better believe it. <laughs> they all had swords uh, too. That. <laughs> uh, so you ever go to the gas station and hey, I'm Jimmy Fallon, blah, 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 and people yeah. start yelling at you in the commercials, and hey, you can get this and do that. Do you know you can actually mute that? I do. What? I do it all the time. Do you know what the button is to mute it? I I only know because uh, the same thing happens in New York when you get in a cab. Yeah, and you could and you could find the mute button. Well, there's a guy in San Antonio. He's being hailed as a hero because he figured out that you can mute those annoying ads to that play at the uh, pumps at the gas station. We have a picture up on Bone TV that shows you right there on the on the right hand side. The second button down is uh, the one you press that, and it'll mute the ad so you don't have to hear the annoying ad. Awesome. Oh well. Carmen's just sitting there for hours. People honking their horn. I need gas. I need the news. <laughs> I need the news. <laughs> it's not like you get it every day. <laughs> no. Uh, well, there you go. If you want to mute it. Uh, I think everybody in this room is going to be excited about it. When I say this room, I mean Carmen. Uh, but everybody else, I think, too, is probably going to be excited about this. Starting today, Dairy Queen is holding a contest on social media okay. where 20 people will win Season passes for all the blizzards they can eat. Oh, yeah. By the way, they have a whole new look at all those blizzards that they, they have, have. So many. Yeah. yeah, the new ones and stuff. Uh, so you'll have to enter a sweepstakes through Facebook or Twitter uh, starting today at noon uh, until Monday, May 24th at 11.59 p.m. Uh, check out the Dairy Queen Twitter and Facebook pages. On Twitter, you enter by retweeting the announcement post with your favorite summer blizzard flavor with the hashtags, hashtag DQ Sweetest Season Pass and DQ Sweepstakes. I'm sure you'll be able to find all this on their social media, but I'm just letting you know. Uh, For Facebook, enter by commenting on the announcement post with your favorite summer blizzard flavor and the uh, same hashtags. You can enter once per day per platform while the uh, giveaway is live. The season pass will be given away to 20 randomly selected fans. Look at that, though, man. Mm -hmm. Oreo cookie jar, summer berry cheesecake. Yes, please. Caramel cannonball, cotton candy. For some reason, when you order a blizzard and they hand it to you and they turn it upside down, <laughs> it annoys my son so much. Oh, Why? yeah. He's like, I don't get it. I don't. So they're showing you that it's okay, fine. You don't have to turn it, it upside down. Oh, he gets so mad. <laughs> That's the gimmick. That's I know. I, was like, I like it. The thing that, me too. I don't want a droopy blizzard. Yeah. Tell him he doesn't get a blizzard then. No. Nope. It's all <laughs> over. Get something else. 
Uh, so Fox announced its schedule, its fall schedule yesterday, and they're uh, going all in on blockchain technology. They are launching their own NFT company, oh, uh, Blockchain Creative Labs, in conjunction with a new animated show called Crapopolis. Uh, the show takes place in mythical ancient Greece and is created by Dan Harmon, who is the guy behind uh, Rick, Rick and Morty. And, yeah, thank you, Spanish. Rick and Morty and Community. I knew I knew you'd be excited about oh, this. Very excited. Oh, it's blockchain and Rick and Morty. No, I don't need blockchain, but I do love Rick and Morty. Uh, I hope they have a Rick and Morty NFT. Uh. No, I, don't, I don't need any of that, but I am excited for Rick and Morty. By the way, that's exactly how you sound. Yeah, I know. I know you're a voice actor. Adults who who talk about and I don't care if you like Rick and Morty, but adults who get excited like you do over it make me nauseous. Right. I well, gotta, I'm going to get the sauce. They like the Szechuan sauce. They brought it back. Yeah. Rick the and same, Morty. The same how do you know get, so much about Rick and Morty? Because you idiots you. are always talking no. about it. Yeah. I never talk about I Rick and Morty. I learned it from you, Spanish. I've no, never seen no. one second of Rick and Morty, and I know about it from you idiots. No, you do I, not. i, I got to tell you, I started watching it only because Chad liked it, and oh. but it's a great going to sleep show. It puts mm. me to sleep in <laughs> two episodes. That's See? not a good endorsement. So Fox is also working on an unscripted series with Tom Brady. Oh. They didn't give any details on it, what it's going to be, but if it's Tom Brady, you know it's going to be a hit. Uh, that's with Fox, so that'll be uh, coming out. Uh, and then NBC has signed Jimmy Fallon to another five years on The Tonight Show. Good. Uh, not if Jay Leno has something to say about it. <laughs> oh, speaking of yeah, Jay Leno. Can I come back? I got asked to audition for a show starring oh. Jay Leno the other day. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be uh, my friend uh, Mike. He's going to give me all the wrenches for my car. <laughs> <laughs> it is a remake of a popular game show. Uh-huh. Jay Leno is going to be hosting. And uh, I, had to, I had to apply for uh, a compete. contestant. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, they're, it's interesting that they're hiring contestants instead of just grabbing random people. But anyway, um, I'm going to get this job. I'm positive of it. Well, that's how they do like all the game shows now because they have those apps or not apps, but they you have like, just go apply the websites to apply. Yeah, but you could tell like when they were doing that like hot ones challenge. Yeah, all those people were like wannabe TikTok influencers right, right. and stuff, and they were just over the top. Well, I'm sure that's why they asked me to apply for it, but um, I uh, I just use my typical my typical bio line when they they said uh, you know they're looking for outgoing people and. People who are talkative, like they don't want a quiet person. Right. I said, "Well, uh, if you're looking for talkative people, I'm a talk radio host." And, uh, and they were, and they it said, "What special skills do you have?" And I said, "Well, I ate a whole lobster in my car while driving home. I um, am a level 39 Pokemon Go player, and I believe I can fight a Bobcat if necessary." That's right. Which is my standard bio on anything that I fill out. And uh, then I said. Look, the way I see it, I pretty much got the job. My bags are packed, so just give me a call when you're ready. <laughs> so I guarantee you. Welcome back to Quiz Show. Uh, it says our uh, next intestine here ate a lobster in his car. <laughs> I'm uh, going to tell you. Uh, I guess you had the, uh, the butter in the uh, glove compartment. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the show as you bet your life. Oh, but I, don't, I, know, I remember the secret word, and I remember Groucho Marx, but I don't yeah. really remember the show, like what, it was, like what the whole point is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Wasn't it, uh, yeah, if you said the secret word, you got a, a bonus prize. Right. Uh, I can't remember, and I remember Groucho Marx was a host, and so I just right. Right, uh, that wasn't the one where it was like, do you remember this, uh, 
voice, and it's like, I taught you in third that's grade. What, no, that's that, a different one. That's, that's what's my this, line. That's no, what no? This that's is your the life one where you they give you the story. Yeah, this is your life. That's right. This like that. is your life. Uh, the original and best known Groucho Marx, blah blah blah. Announcer, this that whatever. Uh, let's see, what is the synopsis of the uh, gameplay on each episode? You bet your life was generally. Secondary to Groucho's comedic interplay. Oh, boy. Okay. Will I win money on this show? Yes. Contestant uh, teams usually consisted of one male, one female. Most selected by studio audience. Occasionally famous or otherwise interesting figures would play. Uh, game format. Formats. Man, game. It doesn't really give you <laughs> information yeah. on how the hell you play. I don't, I don't remember. I'll look it up. Yeah, you send a secret word there, so you got yourself twenty five dollars. I bet I'll buy you a lot of lobster. He's still playing Pokemon. My grass from Mike's used to do this. He used to smoke a cigar during the commercial breaks. Uh, so, comedian John Mulaney's wife supposedly went into rehab around the same time he did. Oh. But it wasn't for what John was in there for. It was he was for, in there for Coke, right? Uh, I think so. I believe maybe possibly alcohol as well. Right. Uh, but uh, she went in for emotional issues due to his cheating. Oh. With dudes. Yeah. I added, I added, I added that last part. <laughs> but we were all thinking Yeah. I mean, come on. You got me. I'm yeah. not going to lie. You got me. I mean... He, I watched. I was uh, uh, watching YouTube stuff, and I was watching David Letterman's uh, Kennedy Center Honor thing, whatever. And uh, John Mulaney was on there, and it was like, just, just say it, just yell it from the rooftops. Yeah. We know, <laughs> we know, John. You're not going to surprise anybody. Uh-uh. Yeah, you're probably making do less uh, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, remember wait, the- r- real quick uh, in the reboot of You Bet Your Life. Yeah. The game will couple two strangers together for the opportunity to win prize money by correctly answering questions about predetermined categories. Oh, man. I'm pretty good at that. No, You're so it's just like somebody, general though. trivia, then. Yeah. Uh, t- uh, Jay Leno will host it, and uh, Kevin Eubanks will also be on it. He was the band leader of the team. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, all right, I'm ready to win. Don't choose the eight-letter word category. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> not- I'm not good at that, man. <laughs> I'm not good at that. Uh, so you remember those uh, six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair that hit the auction block? Well, they have uh, officially sold over the weekend. Six strands of Kurt Cobain's hair went for how much? Six dollars. I saw, I saw the story. Six dollars. Spanish nose. A dollar strand. Dollar strand. Any other guesses? $20,000. That's a big banana here. $10,000. $10,000. Uh, uh, Joe, Carmen, you're right in the middle of it. It was uh, $14,145. Oh yeah, they came from a haircut that Kirk got in England in 1989. Uh, so... Congratulations to whoever that idiot is. How do you even confirm that? That it's really DNA, I guess. Yeah. Somehow. yeah. If I was, if I was the haircutter, I might pick a couple of strands up, tape it, put it on a wall, and go, Kurt Cobain. That's it. Right. But I, I wouldn't pay a dime for it. I wouldn't any of it. Elvis, Eddie Vedder. Uh, I, there's just no reason. Would for you it. want to smell it? No. Why? Why? I would yeah. want to smell it. What for? What? Creep. Taste it. No. I would taste it. Would How taste much would you pay for Derek Jeter's fingernails? Nothing. You wouldn't pay anything for Derek <laughs> no. Jeter's fingernails? Would you smell them? Not unless they were still attached to his hand and he was scratching <laughs> my back. No way. What about, like, other uh, stuff? What would you pay for, uh, like, a T-shirt that he wore? 
Uh, that might be something. You'd smell that. Like well, that I could put in a frame and I could hang it on the wall somewhere and be like, that was Derek Jeter's. You know? This right. is a dinner napkin that he wiped his face with. Yeah, when he was no. I'd smell that. Like, I, Carmen, what do you think Chad would pay for, like, Derek Jeter's eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. What, would, what if Chad bought Kurt Cobain's hair to make eyebrows? Oh, that's, my God. That's worth 14000 Yeah. And they smell like Kurt Cobain. I bought Adam Sandler's uh, outfit that he wore in The Longest Yard. I thought you were going to say eyebrows. Nope. Uh, I have a, it was a American Eagle t-shirt and a pair of khaki pants that were Adam Sandler's. I bought it from a charity auction. And you told I thought, me about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, I thought it wa- and I almost brought it with me to Miami thinking that they might be there, and they were, and I didn't have it. And anyway... So now where is it? It's in a drawer somewhere. And what, you, what, what good is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. What if I'm going to put it on a mannequin and put it in my theater room and be like, that was from, who cares? You got to start, you get to a point in your age where you're like, who cares? Yeah. Pete got so mad at me the other day because he walked out and all my baseballs were in a uh, storage tub. And he goes, this is disrespectful to baseball. Uh, I go, oh, what do you want from me? I got running out of wall space. Uh, so Rock and Roll Hall of Fame CEO Greg Harris wants, to people, uh, to, wants people to expand their thinking of what rock and roll is. Uh, here he is explaining what he says what rock and roll is. He did an interview. This is how he explains it. I think to get to the core of it, people like the stuff that's closest to them. And I think they need to expand their thinking of rock and roll. It's a big tent. Rock and roll was never just four skinny guys with long hair and guitars. It's always been diverse. It's a big tent, and everybody fits under it. It's an attitude, it's a spirit, and that's rock and roll. I think he's wrong. I think he's right. I think he's wrong. I think they should just, it's simple. Change it to the Music Hall of Fame. 100%. I agree with Galvin. Your definition of rock and roll, and I don't mean you, Galvin, your definition as a person is different from somebody else's. I don't, I believe the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should house the greatest and most influential music people of all time. Music Hall of Fame. No, I don't. It just doesn't sound as cool. Right. And also, Again, rock and roll is, you know, you go back to rock and roll and it was a sexual term that people use. It wasn't a music term and they picked it up and it was a black thing and then they took it and made it a white thing. So it really evolved. So it means different things to either pe- to, to different people. So right, know, should Ray Charles be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? To say, yeah, absolutely. Right, because he had rock and roll songs at the time. But right. If you ask somebody now who knows. But Whitney Houston is not rock and roll. But she was. No, but she's she, pop music. She was doing pop drugs. Music. Yeah, she had the drugs part down. <laughs> and sex. Yeah, uh, Jay Z is not rock and roll. No, but but it's not it's not just specifically. Right. It's a, it's a, it encompasses. Right. I don't know, so, that's how I feel. So, it encompasses so everything. That's why it should just be music. Then music encompasses all music. Music Hall of Fame. That yeah. makes it so much easier instead but, of saying rock and roll because yeah. then you have the argument because that is a genre. Regardless, of, I mean, I understand what you're saying, and you're right, you know, how it started as a word, rock and roll. But then when Bill Haley said rock and roll, you know. But when you go into the Hard Rock Cafe, it has nothing to do with hard rock. You, it's just a concept, you know what I mean? It's just an idea of what it means. You walk in there, and there's plenty of Whitney Houston and Lady Gaga and all that stuff, and none of that's really rock, but it's rock and roll. 
I don't know. That's just how I feel. I'm not saying I'm right. A lot of people say agree with you too. Like that's that's just how I always felt it in terms of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It didn't really have anything to do with rock. It was just that's the cool term for music because some people are saying, "Hey, we're going to see Whitney Houston. She's rocking tonight." They feel that way. You know what I mean? We don't feel that she could ever rock at all. Why don't we just call it the Root and Tootin Hall of Fame? I like Root and Tootin. I love that. Fresh and fruit across the street. (laughs) Um, I, I do think what I do think they should do is they should. Um, they should go in arrears and, and put in people that should have been in there a long time ago that were overlooked all these years. Like, you know how they do the Major League Baseball? And then they'll do this guy, this guy, and this guy, and then, like, three guys from the time where they didn't wear helmets and they used their hand to hit the ball. Because those guys were tremendous, but nobody really cares and knows who they are, but they deserve to be in there. Mm-hmm. So it'll save a lot of time if they just go, hey... Um, not Fila Cootie, but Fila Cootie should have been in there because he was the most influential drum thing there, but nobody really knows or cares, but we're sticking him in the influential part of the wing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's two, it's going to take too long for them to get all the people in there that Catch need to out. be in there. Yeah. It seems to me like uh, sports hall of fames are more exclusive. Like you know, like, a, like a band, when they like Foo Fighters, you're not going to always refer to, refer to the, the Foo Fighters as Hall of Famers, the Foo Fighters. Right. Whereas if like Warren Sapp, he's always referred to as NFL Hall of Famer yeah, Warren Sapp. Because so, there's only so many people right, that make it into that. Sports, to me, sports Hall of Fames are more exclusive and they they carry more weight compared to like Rock but and Roll But you Hall also of have statistics there. Yeah. You, you know, I mean. That is true. You're not, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame isn't doing it on how many streams or albums sold or anything like that. They're doing it on influence. Yeah, but a lot of time they, they, they bring that into account. They'll talk about how yeah, many albums they it. sold it's worldwide. Definitely, it's definitely part of it. But yeah. what I'm saying is there's not a Hall of Fame football player that everybody just loved them but was crap on the field. You know what I mean? There's none of those. That is true. Where, you know, oh, this guy was super cool and he was funny yeah. in the locker room. And that doesn't work. That's not getting you in. No. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that there's, I think there, I like that if you go into the Rock and Roll of Fame, if they even had it divided into maybe even genres, you know, if they had a blues and this and that and the other thing and bluegrass and R&B, this way you kind of get an idea of what you the look who the best were in each in each category. Right, and then if there that. was like a word to encompass that, like music. Music Hall of Fame. Alright, but then in music, you're really opening up. You're putting in classical music. Sure. You're putting in, yeah, but yeah. Now, now the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I gotta go look at classic composed. Nobody wants to see that. But you no, know? but have you, you have the uh, that way they can do so much more and have so many more award shows and stuff and so many more big things where you have uh, October is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. December is Hip Hop Hall of Fame. You know, Country and Western, this, that. They have all I the like different that. ones. I mean, the different uh, uh, wings of it and stuff. And you have these big shows with these huge artists. I don't know. I'm looking at this guy, this uh, Greg Harris. He's a nerd. <laughs> he does, he doesn't well, that's the other problem. Nerds run the things. Yeah, he doesn't know what rock and yeah. roll is. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, speaking of rock and roll, I have some new music for oh, you guys. Yes. Yes. I have a feeling you're going to be able to guess this band very quickly, but this is new music for you. Uh, as soon as you know it, go ahead and yell it out. New music on the Mike Kelter Show. Here we go. Green Day. Yes. new 
song called Pollyanna. It sounds a lot like somebody asked Green Day to write a Green Day song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, make it sweet. Yeah. Hey, we're punk. Uh, green, speaking of Green Day, the uh, rescheduled Hella Mega Tour with Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy kicks off on July 24th. The closest they will be to Tampa is on July 31st in Jacksonville, and then August 1st in Miami at the uh, Hard Rock Stadium down there. Some other tour news. Alice Cooper, and I think this is a great tour to put these two together. Alice Cooper is going to be touring with Ace Freely this fall. That makes a lot of sense. They go together. They will be here at the... Both uh, scary looking. Be at the uh, uh, amphitheater on Monday, October 11th. Ooh, let's rock out with Alice and Ace on a Monday. <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, Monday, October 11th. And then uh, Metallica, Nine Inch Nails, Geo, Corn, yes. uh, will headline the Louder Than Life Festival in Louisville, Kentucky in September. A bunch of bands on there. So if you're a big fan of those type of bands and want to go up to Louisville, that's a big show happening in September. And then Motley Crue and Def Leppard have rescheduled Finally. their co-headline tour to 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder why they had to push it off so far. Uh, probably Vince. <laughs> <laughs> he got fat during the pandemic. He tweeted out the other day, sorry, you know, we, there's no real control that we have. It's promoters and stuff, so that's all up to them. If you have any questions, you know, put it to whoever the promoter is, Live Nation or whoever. Yeah. And just the battery of comments after that. Vince, you're fat. You still can't sing. I saw you. This, oh. this, what are you? are terrible. Aww. Just do it, dude. Get in shape and sing better. Like, I mean, they're just ripping him apart. And then somebody. People who paid money and got burned by him. <laughs> then somebody posted the uh, cameo that he did. And they're uh. like, somebody paid for this. And he's like, eh, uh, 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 Billy, your uh, aunt said, uh, I don't know, man. Shout out the devil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by the way, so I, bad. on a side note, I must thank Spanish and Joe and, and Gio. And Galvin told me, too, um, the response to cameos for Mother's Day were a bit above and beyond. <laughs> oh, good. Because I had all you guys in it, too. So, it yeah, they were, they were really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um, you know, Batista was in here last week. Yeah. And he said he was 52 years old. And I thought, how sad that is that he looks so good at 52. <laughs> and I'm not even 50 and I don't look as good, you mm. know. And then I saw... Rick Schroeder uh, do a video to his response yesterday about having the problem at Costco. Costco. Yeah, I look better than Ricky Schroeder. Yeah, Rick Schroeder. Oh got, man, uh, he's got problems. Yeah, he's confirmed. He's got weird. He looks like a weird old man now, which yeah. is weird because I grew up. He grew up in my neighborhood. Not grew up, but he was born there or lived there for a little while. And then the Champ was a big movie when I was a little kid. Right. So I, I know we're about the same age. Uh, but yeah, I look a lot better than he does. I'm yeah, I have a feeling. Happy. I have a feeling that silver spoon was uh, silver lead paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may have a problem with that. Uh, Ariana Gomez. No, I'm not confused with Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande got married yep. to her real estate agent boyfriend, Dalton Gomez. They got married over the weekend at her house. Small ceremony, just me and some other people in attendance there. You know, uh, There was about 20 people. Yeah, I went. Uh, they've been together since last January. Oh, what's that? Pete Davidson just killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a picture of her and... Uh, is that another girl? Oh, no, that's her husband. Okay. Yeah. He is very uh, feminine looking. Yeah. He looks kind of like Pete Davidson. Without right? butthole eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like if you uh, were you were like, hey, what would Ariana Grande look like if she was a guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, not as pretty. but Right. Yeah. Well, I'm good, sure. 
good yeah, for her. She seems stable. I'm sure they'll have a nice, lasting marriage. Did she get the Pete Davidson tattoo covered up? Oh, yeah. Is that what happened? She's yeah. got a bunch of tattoos on her fingers. And, yeah. On her hands, yeah. Let's <laughs> The tattoo that they got, it was like her... Um, album cover symbol because it was the like the ears. bunny ears, and oh, he yeah. got his changed into a heart. Because, I, but I think they got like matching ones, but it's technically her album cover. Wasn't on her neck though, like or <laughs> his thinking neck. Of, You're oh, thinking okay. of him. I saw on Reddit a guy who had a tattoo of his ex-wife's face. Well, it was his wife's face at the time, you know, his who he married, and then he got it covered after they got divorced and turned her into a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great. Uh, I mean, think about it. It's the face, so they could probably yeah. do a lot of stuff. That may be the easiest one. Yeah, but turned her into a gorilla. That's I was hilarious. Like, oh, that's brutal. So my question is, how does this guy get in her peripheral? How does the real estate agent that looks like he's 12 years old get into, how does she get to I think Galvin's. I think Galvin's right. It's just a pro- being in that proximity. I'm sure they, you yeah, know. Yeah, she probably was buying a house, and he probably yeah. showed her the house, and they were talking. And, oh, uh, but let me ask you. You're, I mean, look at this guy. He is. He 25, really looks like he's, yeah, he's 25 years old. So if you're a real estate agent, if you're going to buy a real estate, multi-million dollar real estate in in Montecito, you're going with a 25 year old agent. I don't, Here, no. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing, though, Mike. Is if you watch any of those, uh, you know, selling New York or Beverly Hills or all this stuff, they have a lot of those guys. There's the one guy on uh, uh, I forget what it's called, something listing or whatever, and he's literally been doing it since he was like 17 years old, and he makes millions and millions of dollars because he knows everything. He's like a savant with it. And so, if your parents, if like your mom or your dad was a real estate agent Right, you're up, in there doing it and stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, you would think that, you know, older experience, whatever, but there's a lot of people that know the stuff just no. because he's 25. Nope. I don't like it. I, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, how do you have the nuts to go and ask Ariana Grande out on a day? Like, like Jessica Alba, to me, who's like one of the most perfect women ever made, her husband's a civilian. He's like a, I think he was a record label rep or something. That gives you a little more nuts. You, you're in the record industry, and you, you yeah. know what I mean? But You know but, how? Because she went out with Pete Davidson. Yeah. And yeah, he's dude. like, well, pff, I don't have butthole eyes, so might yeah. as well take my shot. You know, he he looks like any one of my son's friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not he he's not like oh clearly he deserves Ariana Grande. He's just normal. Oh, he's kid. good looking though. But I mean, he's just yeah. normal kid. Like, like if I saw them together and I, I'd go, okay, well he he can get her. I would not. If I saw them together, I would go. What is Ariana Grande doing with that kid? Does he have her hostage? Who does he? Uh, who do, who's a good? Like who do you look at with her and go? Okay, they should be together. Ryan Gosling. I put her with the guy from This Is Us. Well, interesting oh, enough, yeah. Justin Hartley just got married as well. Oh no! Uh, yeah, his is a looks like a like a little bit older uh, Ariana Grande. I got to be honest with you, uh, Sophia Pernis, I think is her name. They're married. It's pronounced penis. Uh, <laughs> he is forty four. Uh, she is thirty one. They were wow. on the uh, Young and the Restless together. Uh, they tied the knot. Uh, they're newlyweds. There's a picture of both of them. Joe, that was the last one that I sent God. you there. And He's gorgeous. Just, He's gorgeous. She's, She's gorgeous, gorgeous, too. Yeah. yeah. And But he just got divorced this year yeah. from okay. his last Sometimes wife. Sometimes you get, you know, you're over it for a while, and then and you finally get divorced. And he's known her for a long time, apparently, because right. they were on uh, Young and the Restless together. together. So, yeah. So he's known her for a while. So they've been probably, you know, texting each other and stuff all this time. So this uh, Gomez kid, apparently he used to be a dancer. 
and he's got a lot of famous friends. Like he's oh, friends with Miley okay. Cyrus. That uh, makes more sense. And he's friends with Sco- Scooter Braun, who is Justin Bieber's manager. Yes. So he was kind of already in those circles, and then she just kind of thought he was, you know, good looking. I guess. Uh, real quick, we got to do this. Honey, dope cash. This hour's phone bonus keyword is candy. Text CANDY to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and And go go get get your your thousand bucks. bucks. Sponsored by Furman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram of Wesley Chapel. Hmm. 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 Good luck, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Justin Hartley from uh, This Is Us is a very handsome man. Yeah, Yeah. he is. Great bod. Great bod. Great body. He should be Captain America. Great face. Mm. I I wouldn't be mad at that if he was Captain America. Yeah, he'd be a good Captain America. But isn't he older? He is 44. How old is Chris Evans? Probably about the same. Now, so, you know. Let's see. Chris Evans is Kanye's 43. Chris Evans is 39. 39. I had it before you, slightly before you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then finally in news, what is the most disappointing series finale of all time? I would say I already know the answer. answer. I'm guessing. Let me know when you're ready. Think about it because it's probably not one that you're thinking. Oh, I know. I know. I know. According to a survey of more than 1,500 people were asked, Mike Helta, what do you think? Worst or, well, most disappointing series finale? Uh, I would say it has to be Seinfeld. Even though I think think it was okay because it brought back all the characters over the years, I think people are more mad at that than they are the Sopranos. Mike Helta, wrong. Mm. Carmen, what do you got? I was going to say Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, Carmen, comes in number two. Really? 25% of the vote. And I'm telling you right now, everybody who watched Game of Thrones. But uh, but, but Game of Thrones, I didn't watch it. I watched the last season, but it seemed like everybody was happy because they kind of gave you an answer for every character. Everybody was very mad at the last season. But I'm telling you right now, everybody who watched Game of Thrones, go back and watch it now that you can binge watch it. Watch all the way through. Season eight is much better when you have everything fresh and right there, it, yeah, it's maybe. much. It is. I mean, yeah. I get it. There's some stuff that you're like, well, why that person? Blah, <laughs> right. blah, blah. They just but, rushed it. Yeah, it felt yeah. rushed. It definitely felt rushed. They put so much detail in all the previous right. seasons. So for yeah. the last season to be like, just fly nah. by how they did nah. it, you're like, uh, nah. I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying it's better <laughs> okay. than what. It's not perfect. Because I, I binged it from the, the first time I watched it. Yeah. yeah. Um, next one. <sighs> Most disappointing series finale of all time. Number two is Game of Thrones. Carmen got that at 25%. What do you think? What do you think? Sopranos. Not Sopranos. Surprisingly, Sopranos not on the top of the uh, list here. Not really? really? Yeah. Um, Dexter. Dexter was one of the other vote getters. It came in. Uh, it doesn't have yeah. them listed the exact order or whatever, but it came in with some of the uh, votes that wasn't the top three. I can tell you that. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Mike, you said Seinfeld. Seinfeld not in there. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. People hated Did, the Seinfeld. How about there. Lost? Oh yeah, that's a good guess. Right? Oh. Number one. Yeah, really. Yeah. With twenty-seven point three percent of the vote was Lost. That's yeah, it. that was the worst. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Critics ruined Ro- that Lost. Show, that show sucked. Yeah, it didn't suck. No, it that was so show good. And just... Dude, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I watched like maybe three or four episodes, <clears throat> and then I watched the finale because it was a big news and everybody. And I thought the finale was very touching. When that guy sees his father, 
And he's like, am I dead? And he shows him the church, and they start talking, and I was like, yeah, yeah the plane crashed. I, I'll so, be honest. I never saw one episode. I, I know that there is some stuff, whatever. Save yourself, but, Calvin. Uh, no, here's the thing, though. Mike, you can't watch a few episodes and then watch the finale yeah, and be I, able to weigh in on it because you're not as invested as the Right. Other. I only watched the finale because it was in the news, and I knew we'd be talking about it. Right, but I that's your up. M.O. now. <laughs> you did it with Game of Thrones. Right, right. But same thing. Like, I, I can't I, – I, you're right. It's like I can't weigh in on the whole season, but – I just thought as a general idea, the idea that they were, you know, on a plane crash and then they went through all this weird stuff and mm-hmm. polar bears and all that, and then you find out it's because they're dead and they're trying to get yeah. into wherever they go. That's a brilliant idea ruined by uh, internet cheats and, and leaks and all that stuff. If you didn't know that, imagine you watch that whole show and at the end you find out, yeah, of course they did weird stuff, polar bears on the tropic island because they're dead. This the is smoke all monster, smoke monster and the garbage. machine. It was all tests and it all things they had to do. Six seasons of, I mean, the first three seasons I thought were great. And then they started with the number and the polar bear and the sweat. I was like, this is garbage. Well, here, here's my thing, too, is whenever your thing ends with it was all a dream, that's the worst. Or yeah. you're, you're dead. And blah, blah, blah. I think that's the worst cop out. It's a cheese. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't mind you know? it. But if there's a good but explanation, wrote, I don't mind it. They wrote, that, zone ending it. they wrote that series. With the knowledge that they were all, they all have died. I don't yeah. think they did. I think they didn't have an ending because I think J.J. Abrams started it off, and oh, then there you go. They had that like fill in the blank because he left the show. Yeah, but they they knew that the the whole you can't pitch a you can't pitch a story and go this is about a plane crash. You it's a plane crash where they die, but they don't know they're dead, and it's it's a story of what it's like to be in purgatory when you die and how you decide you know, to test and what you much overcome in order to get into heaven or wherever you're going. That, that's what the idea of the show was. So they but, had to have that concept in place before they launched they did. But also, and also by doing that, that's still a cop-out because it's like, well, we can just keep this going and once we feel like we're done, well, now, yeah, that's, yeah. That's now we're true. just going to let everyone know yeah, that they're dead. That's another thing. They should take a note out of Ricky Gervais' book and say, it's three seasons and done. That's, right, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. To me, like, Breaking Bad was the best at that. They they had a story. They were going to tell it in this many seasons, and yeah. then we're out. And that show went out as, like, the most popular show at the time. Yeah, it was good. And you, you, want, you want closure in a finale yeah. unless you're opening up you, to – I mean, the fact that they did that second movie with Jesse was great because we wanted to know a little bit what more. happened to Jesse. Yeah. We felt bad for Jesse, and then they let time go. And then they let you find out. I thought I thought that was perfect. But you got to go in having an end game, which yes. a lot of shows yeah. don't. And I don't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Lost when they started, they didn't know how it was going to end. Okay, but my problem is, is that you go and you pitch to a theater or what do we or to a movie company? We have a show about a plane crash. Well, you have to know. Yeah. Well, what's the thing? Well, they're all dead, but they don't know. They had to have know that. But I think what Galvin is saying, once this show started having so much success, they were like, all right, put it off another season. Enter some new characters. Start a yeah. fight here because they were wanted to stretch out the success. Because I, I watched Lost from beginning to end live as it aired for yeah. whatever, how many years. And same thing, when it got to the end, it was so... The show became so convoluted, you didn't yeah. know what was going on because it started off as one thing, and then it slowly morphed into something else, and they, then they went back and forth. And it, was it was weird. Just, it just became a big mess at the end. Uh, so some of the other uh, shows, we have number one is Lost. Number two is Game of Thrones. The most disappointing series finale of all time. Number three, any guesses? You have not said it yet. Nobody said it yet. Uh, is it an older show, or is it a new, more contemporary? Uh, more contemporary, but it, uh, you know, it's been off the air for a while. Okay. Okay. Um, I, um, True Blood? No. Entourage? No. I'll tell you it was on a network. It's a network show, so it's not a, like a streaming show or 
anything like that. It was a network show. I thought Entourage they should have killed Vinny Chase over the end. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> because he was you know he was having problems. He got back on his feet, and just as bad things were going to be great. He becomes a legend because yeah. he dies, yeah. and then the group has got to like you know make their way Fend for themselves yeah. without mm-hmm. Vinny going forward. Yeah. yeah, I would Silicon Valley was also very disappointing. You thought yeah, so? Yeah, well, that was because of problems with cast and stuff, and they were like, oh, uh, "We got to try and write well, something." Right. <laughs> Once T.J. Miller left, I think the show really sucked. I never watched I, it after that. I don't know because T.J. Miller left, and then. Um, uh, Jimmy O. Yang got way more scenes after in that last yeah. season. I, I loved his I didn't, character. Once season left, I stopped watching it. Oh. Uh, and number, I love that show. Number three for most disappointing series finale of all time is How I Met Your Mother. Never watched uh, it. Yeah. Oh, never, never yeah. It. You knew the ending from the beginning. Yeah. Well, not really, but kind of. Yeah. What was the ending? I don't even remember. Uh, he wound up... Uh, Marrying Robin, right? And Aunt that, Robin. They he, ended up getting together because his uh, the mother died, ended up died. died. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's been out for long enough. Uh, some of the other vote-getters were Sherlock, Prison Break, and Dexter. I never mm-hmm. watched Prison Break, and I'm pretty proud of Neither that. Neither did I. I yeah. A lot of people say, oh, it's the first season is so good, yeah. but then it's like, I don't know. I'm surprised uh, Sons of Anarchy... Because yeah, I know I a lot of people didn't that. like oh, the yeah. ending of yeah. that. I got to tell you, I love to binge watch a series, like a good series. And uh, John Brennan has told me a million times 24 because he loved 24. Oh, dude, it is great. I didn't think it was it's great. It's not. Oh. To, me, to me, it just what I go, I don't know whether I missed the boat on it and, you know, watching it now isn't as good, whatever. But I just couldn't get into it. I'm like, And I like Kiefer Sutherland. I so think he's good. a great actor. But I was just like, meh. I don't think so. Not for That's me. I felt. The other one that I think was better than that was... Uh, the Mandy Patinkin one. Oh, Homeland. 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 Yeah. So good. That's better. Yeah, that was really good. I like that a lot. Uh, that is it for news. All right, good. Let's wrap it up. We've got uh, Dominic Ferriello. Ask Dom's going to join us when we come back from break. So if you'd like to talk to him, get on the phone lines now, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. When we come back, you'll have the opportunity to talk to Dom and ask him a question. If you got a question about something that happened to you or something in your neighborhood or uh, I got a question, I got to ask Dom about the Ducks. We got to have a follow-up on the Ducks. The Ducks. And there was something else. Well, I was listening to uh, one of, oh, man, I don't know if it was Drew or SBK. I heard another legal thing on uh, one of the other shows. I was like, this guy needs to talk to Dom. Mm. All right, well, we'll get to your uh, your phone calls for Dom when we come back. Before we go to break, I want to tell you about Jeff Borum and Team Borum Keller Williams. If you're looking for the home of your dreams and you're like, holy crap, I want to buy a home, we were ready to go, and then all of a sudden the market changed, and now it's a seller's market. I don't want to overpay for a home. Well, Jeff won't let you do that. Jeff is a great negotiator. He is right here from the St. Pete area. He is here. He lives here. He knows all the nooks and cranny neighborhoods. He knows how to get the listings before uh, most people and he can negotiate a great deal for you. So if somebody thinks they're going to sell their house and overinflate the price, Jeff will swoop in there and talk them down and get you where you need to be in order to find your dream home. And if you're somebody who has sold your home thinking you're going to buy a new home and you're like, well, we already sold this one and we don't have another one, don't panic. Call my friends at Team Borum today. You could reach them on the phone at 866-308-7109. Or you could simply go to teamborum.com. That's teamborum, B-O-R-H-A-M. And you can take a look at some of the properties that they have for sale, the neighborhoods that they're, uh, that they work in and what they do. And you got everything from a, from a condo for 125 grand to a home for $1.25 million. They handle it all. What you need to do is talk to Jeff, tell him what you're looking for, where you want to go, and let him find the dream home for you at the right price. 
And if you need to sell your home and you are looking to make it go quick, Jeff will take that listing and use his marketing to get it in front of the most people so that he could sell your home for you in a speedy amount of time. And that's why they've sold over 200 homes in the last year when the average agent sells four. TeamBorum.com. For all your real estate needs, call them. You can actually talk to Jeff if you call the office or simply go to TeamBorum.com for more information and tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. We will take a quick... 